0: Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Open Mic. My name is Logan. I'm here with Coco, D-Chan, and Jacqueline. And we're excited to be talking today about what you should do in 2023. But newsflash, actually, we're not talking about that. So we already we already got you in here with the title. <laughs> since you're well, here. <laughs> since you're here. Please stay. Please stay. <laughs> It'll be good. It'll be worth it. We're actually going to be talking about not what you should do in 2023, but who you Mm. should become. And so we're focusing on, man, how, like, who do you want to be at the end of 2023? So uh, Coco, I want to ask you to kick us off with some thoughts on uh, really pursuing God in 2023 and having a vision for who you want to become.
1: Yeah, I think that's a really good uh, uh, question to ask yourself, because I think a lot of times in the new year, we're, we're thinking of goals and things we want to accomplish and all of that kind of thing, and, and it can be sometimes overwhelming. Of like, man, I have all these goals, and I got to work really, really hard to accomplish those. Uh, but when we flip the script a little bit and say, actually, who do I want to become? Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, there's going to be some things that you need to implement. Maybe that's spending time with God daily. Maybe that's uh, praying. Maybe you know, like it's going to be spiritual disciplines. Uh, but really focusing on, okay, God, who who do you want me to be? Like, because we can keep doing our thing and be who we are, mm-hmm. which obviously. There's an element of that as well. But God like has a, such a good plan for each one of us and wants us to become more Christ-like. He wants us to become... Um you know, to be righteous, to be holy, to be sanctified. And, uh, so he has this, us on a journey. And I think when we decide like, okay, I want to actually be more Christ-like, what does that look like for me? Then we can take those necessary steps to, okay, I'm going to invest more in the church. I am going to, um, you know, share the gospel. I'm going to spend more time with God, more extended time with God. Um, I think all of us can be, can be convicted in that. So,
2: yeah, that's good, and I think like who we're called to be as well, mm-hmm. who we should be. I think biblically, it, it goes back to scriptures. Says God calls us to be holy.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm, and yeah.
2: holiness, in the simplest of terms, is just being defined as set apart. Mm-hmm. Right. We live in a world where uh, happiness is prioritized, and happiness is just a state of feeling. But holiness is an internal feeling that I think God calls us to being set apart, uh, mm-hmm. and that l- that comes in so many different forms. Mm-hmm. That that might be coming in a form of serving others. When when you had a long week, a long day. Um, and in those moments I think God um, I've come to God and I've asked Him to grow my capacity I feel like that's something that I don't really ask uh, a lot for until this year Mm -hmm. I just felt like this was a year of growth for me and um, being holy is part of doing the hard things, I think doing the disciplined things, practicing spiritual disciplines, but also like how do you live your everyday lives, right? Mm-hmm. I heard a, a quote a long time ago it says that uh, holiness is not a choice, but happiness is. Mm-hmm. And I think we should live out the rest of our lives that way because at the end of the day, God calls us too.
3: So. Yeah, and just to piggyback off of that, I think it takes the pressure off of us knowing that we're not ever going to be perfect. Um, And I don't know about you guys, but daily, uh, there's something I do that is not Christ-like or not something um, that I would want to do, but I just naturally do it because I was born that way. I'm human, but it takes this pressure knowing um, that because of who Jesus is and what he did for us, um, that we don't have to be perfect, but... um, You know, when we accept Christ, we do become a new creation. And so, um, you know, looking to 2023, I think we can all say that we would want to be a better friend, a better roommate, a better spouse, a better son, a better daughter, Mm. whatever your role. You know, we all have so many different roles that we play, a better teacher, a better coworker. Um, You know, every day, if we can strive to be more like Jesus and know um, that we can go to him, Mm. knowing that he already died for everything that we're going to do in, you know, that we already did and anything in the future. Um, so I'm thankful to just know that I can look to that hope, Mm -hmm. um, and grow in holiness, knowing that I'm not going to be perfect every day. Um, but with Jesus, um, I can strive to be those better versions of myself.
0: Yeah, and so what we're not saying is like, hey, don't set any goals, don't have any ambitions, right. because I mean, I I'm a firm believer that as a Christ follower, we should be some of the we should be the most ambitious, mm-hmm. the most driven, because we have such purpose. But I think I would say it like this: Your who determines your what so who you want to be should determine what goals you set so who you want to be should determine what goals you set okay so for me one of my let's get practical one for for me is like i want to be a better father i want to be the best Mm -hmm. father i can for my children. And I, I'm very aware, like, as I've watched my kids grow up, I'm like, it goes very quick. And you hear people say that, but I'm like, I have one shot Mm -hmm. to disciple my kids well. So in 2023, I want to look back and uh, at the end of the year, say, I grew as a father. Well, then I need to remember what God's word says. And in Philippians 2.13, it says, for God is working in you, Mm -hmm. giving you the desire and power to do what pleases Him. Okay, so it's God who will give me the desire and the power to do what pleases Him. So naturally, some of my goals that would reflect from that is I want to do my devotional with my daughter every day. I want to pray with my children before bed. I want to have spiritual conversations with them. I want to ask them what they learned about at church. So my goals, like maybe my goal is I'm going to have a five-minute intentional conversation with my kids each day. Well, that's determined by who I want to become. So our who kind of leads the way for our what
1: yeah I think that's so good Logan I I think of Matthew 6 33 seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you and I think when we focus on okay I want to seek God first and foremost and then all the other things it's essentially it's going to work out it's a really simplified version of that but uh, I love that I think that's so true like we as believers should be uh you know, trying to accomplish things for, for God and do some awesome things in this world. And so um, God can absolutely make that happen. So that's good. Yeah.
2: So just a question for you guys. We're talking about who we're going to be in 2023. What are some ways, some practical ways that uh, maybe the listeners can just input um, in their lives every day that's worked for you guys?
3: Yeah. Um, So I'm in the workforce. I'm post-college. So I am working. I get to work here at the church. And then I also get to do customer uh, service and do some retail at the mall. And so I'm constantly working with people Mm -hmm. Um, and people can be hard to work with. Um, You know, sometimes there's people that are going through really hard things and that just comes out naturally. And so um, I would just say, like, if you're in the workforce, Um, Start your day, honestly, with Jesus, or honestly, at some point in the day, just get alone with God, um, because... Whatever you do for work, there's going to be times where you know it's frustrating or it's hard, or you know maybe you don't know what to do, or you know maybe it's just a hard season. Maybe it's maybe things are going really great, but either way, you should just spend time alone with God um, because that's going to set you up for the rest of your day. It's going to help prepare you. Just show Christ every day to everybody that you're working with, um, and if you have a relationship with Jesus, people are going to see Jesus through you just mm-hmm. in your everyday life. so
0: Yeah, I think uh, um, very practically speaking, who we want to be is we want to be disciples of mm-hmm. Jesus. And Jesus, like, that means we're growing in Christ-likeness, growing in holiness. And Jesus says in uh, John 8, 31 and 32, He says, If you abide in My Word, you are truly My disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. So we see that abiding in His Word is how we grow in our faith. That's not the only way. We know that all those spiritual disciplines uh, help us to grow, but abiding in God God's word, knowing it, memorizing it, reading it, talking about it, hearing it taught. Mm-hmm. Those are things we need to do to become who we, who Christ has called us to be.
1: Yeah. I think something so practical too, is to ask yourself like, what, who do I want to be in five years? Mm. Like, am I trying to be the same person I am today? I think all of us would probably mm. say, no, actually I do want to grow. And I what want to-
0: What will five 2028- 2028 right that's yeah. wild to think about sorry
1: yeah no um so I think like asking yourself like who do I want to be in five years do I want to be a person of conviction do I want to be a person who's pursuing the Lord and so on fire for God do I want to be a good uh, husband wife mom whatever it may be um, and like asking yourselves what are those what are those things and how do I reach those goals I think those are really practical ways we could be like okay I want to be a person who tells the truth what do we have to do today then mm. tell the truth mm-hmm. right like we have to practice that discipline too Today, um, or I want to be a generous person. I was talking to my uncle who's a missionary and he was talking about how he helps people uh to learn about how to give to missions. And we're a big missions church here, and so I think that's really a heartbeat for us. And so, you know, we've talked about missions giving, but he he said something that really stood out to me. He said that he practically helps people to learn how to give to missions by saying, Hey, I'm gonna prepare to be generous. So if I want to be generous in five years, I got to prepare to be generous. So he talks about, you know, save up $100, put it in your wallet. And next time you meet somebody like a missionary or somebody who uh, you really feel compelled to give to them, you've already prepared that. So you're, you can do it. That's good. And I was like, that struck me because I was like, that could be for so many areas of our life. Like, man, I want to be a generous person. Like, that's something that, you know, we I want to be personally. And I'm like, oh, I have to. Prepared to be generous. Instead of being like, I, can I give this? Should I give this? It's like, what if I set some stuff aside now so I can say when a friend is struggling or when someone is struggling or someone I just want to bless, I can say, hey, I'm going to give this to them because I've prepared to do that. So I think preparation is key in, mm. in even just these things of of uh, who we want to be, if we want to be holy, we have to prepare with, you know, have spent spend time with God um, and allow Him to change us and uh, to mold us into the person that He wants us to be.
2: Yeah, and I think, honestly, be, part of being holy, right, like a lot of times we associate holiness and doing holy things and spiritual things as a ministry thing. But we have a lot of friends who work in the secular world, um, which essentially secular means anything aside from religion. I think with me and Jack, we both work with young adults, and then we also both work at a retail job. Shout out to all my retail workers out there on Black (laughs) Friday and Christmas season. It's hard, Um, but we're going through it. But realistically, I think if you're also in the secular world or in a secular job, um, God has placed us there for a reason, and I think the biggest way to— um, be a light there is to be a witness yeah. uh, we might not evangelize we might not be able to share the gospel because of certain si- uh, situ- situations circumstances but God still calls us to be a witness and to live out our lives um, towards others to mm-hmm. showing showing them that Jesus did change our life mm-hmm. and, and maybe through that an interest comes with them um, so if, if, if you work in a secular workplace in this season I want to encourage everybody that you're still called to be holy and God has placed you there and when you walk into your job it becomes a sacred workplace because mm. you yourselves are image bearers of mm. God so yes. i think i ahead, think
1: that's go. so good because probably the majority of our listeners are working in in the workforce in a secular spot right yeah. and so i think what you just said like that's such a challenge to all of us in this room but also for everyone listening who's like man yeah i do go work at the mall on the weekends mm-hmm. and it's a really hard thing to do Uh, But instead of like just being like, cool, I don't want to be here. So I'm just going to do my time. It's like, how can I change my perspective? And like you said, like be a witness to people and be so on mission wherever you're at.
0: Yeah. And I think for me, like I'm a pastor now. I get to work at a church. Right. But like this. I did seven years of uh, teaching in public schools and 10 years of coaching in public schools. Mm-hmm. Those might have been some of the most effective years of ministry yeah. of my life because ministry is not a position. We're all mm-hmm. called to that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's full-time ministry for right. everybody yeah. always. Absolutely. And so um, I think if we keep that in mind, that's huge. And I, I want to shift gears for a second and say that uh, not to burst everyone's bubble, but you will fail this year, yeah. right? Okay, yeah. like <laughs> everybody is going to hit a speed bump. Everybody's going to have a a week or a couple days or something that they're in a rut. And the key is, is you've got to continue to lean into God. Mm -hmm. And I think the biggest thing is you have to fight the lie from Satan that man, you're, you're just not growing, and this isn't, you know, working out for you, and that, like, Satan is going to come in, and there's a spiritual battle going on. He's going to try and get you to withdraw, to mm-hmm. isolate. He's going to trying to get you to doubt yourself, doubt God, and you have to continue to lean into mm-hmm. God in the midst of your doubts, in the midst of your struggles. I love in Nehemiah 9.17, like, in the midst of the Israelites' failures, God says to the people, that he is a God ready to forgive, mm-hmm. gracious and merciful and abounding in steadfast love. Yeah. And like that same promise that was true mm-hmm. for the Israelite people in the Old Testament mm-hmm. is true for us as well today. Jack, you mentioned like, hey, I make mistakes all the time. Like we all do. Yeah. But what is like your response to that? How can how can people uh, be more effective in responding to when they fail in
3: 2023? Yeah, I mean, it's ine- inevitable every single day. Um, something that I'm always reminded of is... Whatever the devil meant for evil, God can turn that into something good. Um, And so, you know, whenever there's, you know, if a situation falls into your lap that maybe wasn't your choice or maybe it was because, you know, maybe you're in a situation because of a a sin or a a consequence of something, um, go to God. Um, Because the first thing is Jesus has experienced everything. He's gone through temptation. So there's nothing that he hasn't gone through um, that we won't. And so I'm so thankful for that, that like my Savior has been through everything more than I could even imagine um, that I'm going to go through in life. Um, And it's not always easy to just be like, okay, we'll go to God. Um, But he genuinely wants to know Uh, How you feel about things. Um, So, you know, it's okay to go to him angry. It's okay to go to him upset um, because he will give you peace. um, And that takes time. I think that's important to know that um, healing over a situation or an answered prayer, maybe you've been praying for something for a really long time um, and you're just not getting it, it takes time. And that's all in God's plan, it's all in God's timing, and it's never always in the timing that we would want, maybe. Um, but I am i would just lean into that, knowing that God knows you, He knows everything about mm. you, He knows what's going to happen, you know, in five years from now, He knows what's going to happen tomorrow. Um, and so just rest in knowing that God's going to take care of you, um, no matter what situation you're in, because Jesus has already paved the way for that, He's already been through everything, um, and God is all-knowing, all-powerful, um, so He knows everything, and so we can rest in knowing that um, and that He's going to take care of us.
2: Yeah, I think alongside that, going besides going to God, I think God also provided us opportunities um, to go to community. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says in Matthew, "Word two or three gathered my name, there am I among them, and God calls us to community, um, because when we hurt, He's saying, "Hey, I'm with you, but also yeah. here are some other resources, mm-hmm. right? So, guys, like if you are not part of a church or via friends, come, come to High Street mm-hmm. Young Adults, come, mm-hmm. come to High Street, and we would love to to be with you, to rejoice with you when it's called to rejoice, and to grieve with you uh, when it's time to grieve. Because here's the thing, right? Brokenness is." A real thing, and it's a hundred percent. All of us are broken, and, and the hurt in our life and suffering in our life—it either happened because of sin within our lives or sins from other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and this goes back to the age-old saying, man, that person who hurt you, realistically, someone might have hurt them.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: And, and there's an old saying of hurt people, hurt mm-hmm. people. Yeah. But I think we should change that perspective and add on to that hurt people need people yeah. Yeah. and because God tells us we need people. And that's where community is so important. I know. For me, I've, I've had some, some hard months in my life, especially uh, post-college, where community is just so bleak. And, and you're trying to figure out, man, like where do I go from here? I'm like, mm-hmm. man, the whole goal is you graduate high school, you graduate college, you go get a job. But realistically, that's not always how your story rolls. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I have to shout out to, to the community I have here with my team. And, and I consider my family, mm-hmm. um, people who love me well when it's hard to love Um, And people will call me out when I need to be called out. But also people rejoice with me when it's time to be rejoicing with. And I think that's just so important. So, guys, I want to encourage the listeners, um, if you have no community or if you feel like, man, I just need some community, please come. Please come talk to any one of us. and, And we would love to just hear your story. Um, over a cup of coffee. Springfield's got lots of good mm-hmm. coffee places. Or, a little side note,
0: Whataburger's opening. You need a Whataburger partner. 2023, That's here what we come. I'm looking forward for to Street. for twenty twenty. <laughs> we have the, the kind of the food court, if you will, coming in on Eastgate here. Taco Bell, it's Domino's, Whataburger. So Coco, you had time. something?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, as we enter the new year, I think one of the things that a lot of young adults, probably including all of us, struggle with of like, what are my future plans? Right. That's probably all a question. And when the new year comes, you're like, what am I going to do this year? Like, what would God have for me? Especially if you're in college, you're like, what job do I take? If you're post-college, you're like, do I like this job that I'm in? Do I stay here long-term? What do we do here? Um, And I'm just reminded of uh, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. And it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. That is a promise for us, Mm -hmm. that we can trust God with our future. We can trust God with, the plans. Um, And when we do that, when we lean on his understanding, not our own, uh, then he is going to be faithful to direct us and to show us what's next. And so for anyone out there who's like 2023, man, that kind of seems scary because I have to make some decisions, maybe about to graduate, whatever it may be. Just remember to trust in the Lord and to lean on what He has. Pursue Him. Be in community. Deesha I love that you said that Mm -hmm. because I think that's so huge. Like, you can't do life alone. We are not made to do life alone. So surrounding yourself with other believers who are pursuing God, and as a group we can pursue God, man, that strengthens us. That encourages us, and that helps us to know when we are making decisions, okay, like, I'm going to make this decision, but I'm going to let my community in on this, um, and hopefully they can uh, push us to what God would have. And so God has good plans in store. For us, I really do believe that He is a good God. His natural disposition towards us is good, and so uh, I think that brings me so much hope for the new year. Um, that we can just trust in God, and that He has good plans. Uh, better, His His intentions are better for us than we could imagine, and so I can trust in uh, God because of that.
0: Absolutely, and I think a final challenge for y'all is like take take a time. We're all busy. But if you don't ever just sit down for an extended period of time and think through, man, who do I want to become? What do I what are my goals based on who I want to become? If I if you don't sit down and and evaluate what is my community like, you know, and uh, you need to take some time to do that. And so big encouragement, take some time, take a half day, take a couple hours, go and get alone um, or get with you know, people that are close to you and make a plan for your year. You know what I mean? And, and start to pray through that and think through that. And uh, we all would definitely encourage you and challenge you uh, to do that. And we're praying that for everybody listening out there, that this is going to be an awesome 2023 where you grow spiritually, regardless of what situations and circumstances uh, come into your life. And so thank you again for joining us on this episode of Open Might. We will catch you all next time.